0: to get started visit plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss the opinion line on courts 96 fm lauren edwards lauren or lucifer good morning to you
1: good morning pj how are you
0: now you nearly killed yourself with these pills
1: Yes, correct. Um, so, yeah, um, I, I well, I mean, I believe that um, this is a huge pandemic with mental health at the minute, especially around the Internet and body dysmorphia. But yes, I fell into that category uh, many moons ago and I took, um, I think, don't quote me, but I think they were called DMPs at the time. Mm basically looking for a quick fix um i mean in hindsight now i was quite slim but i, I did suffer with eating disorders mm-hmm. so um yeah i took dmp's and almost had um, liver failure my eye whites went yellow and um, i was hospitalized for over a week um yeah it was a bad state of affairs how did you my get breathing them? Went um, I got them off a friend at the time, but they were, look, I mean, the dark web. You could get them anywhere if you needed to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. DMPs. I what they what are they? I think this will tell you. I didn't know enough about them. I got sold a story that they were, um, really, a really quick fat burner. I believe, um, again, don't quote me, but I believe that bodybuilders used to use them for cutting weight. So, of course, I heard cutting weight and that was it. Quick fix. Yeah, thank you. I'll take two weeks worth of those. I think I was on day eight or something when I, yeah, all the symptoms started happening. My speech went, my uh, vision started to go. I was extremely dizzy. As I said, my eye whites turned yellow. That's liver damage anyway. Yeah. Yeah,
0: correct. And tell me, Lauren, were you taking a regular dose or did you up it a bit?
1: No, I was regular dose. Um, as I said, I was quite slim at the time. Also, I wasn't um I wasn't in obviously doing bodybuilding. Um I was just looking for a quick fix and wanted to cut the weight, so I certainly wasn't doing or eating half enough calories. Again, I didn't know much about them. I just heard diet pills, fat burners, and jumped on that bandwagon and of course nearly paid my life with it.
0: So Yeah. You said you you were dizzy? Couldn't breathe properly. Disease. You were honest?
1: Yeah, my, It was when my, yeah, it was when my breathing went is when wow. I started to panic and my speech started slurring. I couldn't get a, um, a sentence together. Crikey. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was seven or eight days in on that period.
0: Cause as we've talked before about your various adventures with performance enhancing substances to, so to speak over the years, <laughs> that's why I thought. You might have been topping up, but but you were just taking a regular dose. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were quite they were quite strong. Again, we don't know what's in the, in these diet pills. I do know nowadays that there is. Um, I know nowadays that you can just go on the internet and buy whatever from wherever. You yeah. know, that's the frightening part. And as I said at the beginning, it's I mean, we're dealing with the pandemic as far as I'm concerned and as far as I've always been concerned is people's mental health. Now we have a rise in body dysmorphia. We have a rise in eating disorders yeah. and certainly not enough services, PJ, because, um again, don't quote me, but At the time when I was going through my eating disorders, um, when they were heightened, um, there was little or no services. There was three beds in the whole of Ireland.
0: That's right. There's still not Um, many more. There's still not too
1: many more. No, I I don't think so. I think I heard it on the radio recently. Um, There is parents out there crying out for help and support. And although I would have been, I am cross-addicted with the substances, as you said, um, my eating disorder and eating disorders are a lot more complex than addiction, and sure. we know how how scary addiction is. But you you, well,
0: well yours would have been a case of dual diagnosis, and and, and we've as in yes. eating disorder and addiction, and we've we've talked about that over the years, and that that's that's tragic, and there's people there's people hanging by a thread all over country from that. Now, at the time that yeah. you took this, you didn't know it at the, at the time, but you learned that a little boy, a young boy, had died yes. from the very same thing only a few days from before the, you took your ones.
1: Yeah, from the very same thing. I think it was about a week prior. Um, and when I went in, so initially I think I went to South talk and just kind of, I, I didn't give them too much information. But then when I realized my symptoms were getting worse and how serious the situation was... When I went to the hospital um, I got honest with it and just said, Listen, I'm after taking these tablets because um, I started Googling and I think I seen that yeah and, and I had heard it on the news at the time that a boy had died from them um, the week prior. So what they had to do when I was in the hospital um, in the A and E department, uh, they rang the National Poison Center up in Belfast. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was Pretty serious. How I mean, did they I reverse
0: it? Did that? they hooked you up to all sorts of drips to they?
1: Yeah, drips, IVs, um, monitoring, kind of um, just the usual vitals, checking everything. Um, I had to run a few tests. Um, yeah, it was a, it was extreme. Yeah, wow. I mean because as well because I had explained my situation and said that I suffered with eating disorders um, because I mean. They, they took one look at me, seeing how slim I was. I was taking fat burners. I mean, it's a big red flag, really. Um, so they had called a psychiatrist. But again, there was no aftercare. There was no after support with this. There was no... And I I still find, I mean, I'm actually working in the addiction sector at the minute, and I actually find for eating disorders, there is there is little or no support. I know there is one clinic in Cork, I think. Again, don't quote me on this, but I think there's very little there's I know there's another 12 step program that I had attended at one point around the eating disorders but after that there's not much you're just getting a lot of um saturated self-help stuff that isn't very helpful when you're dealing with this type of mindset um mm. yeah it's it's crazy so I've I've since we've spoken PJ I've actually um studied I've studied an awful lot to help become a part of this um to help become a part of this solution to our problem that we are facing in the mental health sector, and okay. um, particularly around particularly around eating disorders, because there is just not enough support.
0: Yeah, yeah. At yeah. the time we talked first, you your eating disorder, your dual diagnosis, you were okay. only just becoming aware of it, isn't that right?
1: That, wow, that must have been a long time ago. Yes, yeah. correct. I was. Yeah. Um, I always knew it was there, but I hadn't deep dived into it. I mean, the initial, I suppose, red flag at the time was the addiction. And then after it was, yeah, I, I suppose my eating disorders became secondary, but this is, I see this in a lot of cases now. Yeah. Um, you deal with the initial addiction and then. You're kind of left with the old behaviors and mentality with your eating disorders. Yeah. And as I said, it's a lot more complex. It is a lot more complex. Because <laughs> I, I, I to describe it to people, I mean, if you think an alcoholic
0: millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost
1: fifty pounds.
0: Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up.
1: No, I say just, I don't mean just, but you must put down the drink, correct? Yeah. So, and then deal with the internal, or the emotional and mental issues along that comes after that and why you drank in the first place. But when it comes to something like um, eating disorders, you must eat. So you yeah. must eat. So you're giving your, let's say, quote, uh, drug of choice, which would be food or something that you have an unhealthy relationship with. And you must build a healthy relationship. And now there is no supports out there to build that healthy relationship. Mm. You just have saturation on the internet. You have, um, quick fixes, fad diets, nothing that is sustainable long term, nothing that deals with the initial issue yeah. and the mindset around this. I know there's a lot of mums. I, I heard recently on the radio, um, a lot of mummies, um, in despair because of this with yeah. no supports, having to send their, having to send their, kids over to the UK to get some help and support.
0: That's right. What you have as well is, and I was reading about this, was you have a lot of youngsters who have an eating disorder. It hasn't quite been diagnosed or recognised as such, but they become addicted then because they start self-medicating for the odd feelings in their head. They start self-medicating to try to make that go away. Then you end up with a double problem.
1: Absolutely. A lot of the times, a lot of the times, um, people are cross addicted a lot of the times it's, I mean, if you, if you think of addiction in a very short, uh, in a whole, I mean, you're trying to relieve pain or have a quick, um, a quick fix to your problem. Yeah. You know, it's people trying to self-medicate really, um, I mean, obviously, as I said, I work in the addiction sector now and, you know, it's just the the, it's the the numbers, they're getting younger, they're getting a lot more. I mean, we know the the suicide rate at the minute is through the roof. I said this at the very beginning when the first pandemic happened, I just said the pandemic is going to be people's mental health. This is going. I mean, we've seen that up in Dublin a couple of months ago.
0: Yeah, a lot of people who had any way, if your mental health was, was any way iffy at all, the pandemic, mm-hmm. could have made you ten times worse. And indeed, for many people, it it, it, did. it did. How are you these days?
1: I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm a mummy now since we spoke last. Oh. <laughs> How old? Yes, she is two on Sunday. Ah, oh, brilliant! A little rogue, she's amazing. What's yeah, her name? She is
0: amazing. Wolf. W- Wolf. No, oh, that's great.
1: Yes, it, of course it is. I was yeah. never going to have a Mary PJ. <laughs> I was always going to no. be different. <laughs>
0: <It's> a good <laughs> name actually. Well, Wolf, Lucifer, you know,
1: <laughs> you know.
0: Has Luc- come here by the way, Lauren. Has <laughs> Lucifer left the building, girl?
1: She has indeed. She good. has indeed. As I said to um, one of the lads on the show, I said that actually I've. So I've taken this time now, and I've learned a lot from my first blog. I learned an awful lot. Now, that page has since been hacked and taken down, so it was a disaster, but um, I've learned a lot since then. So I found that I came out like public with my story. There was a lot of people reaching out to me because there was no one else really doing that, as raw and creative, I guess, as I was doing it at the time. Yeah. And what I found was... There was no supports. There was no one else out there, you know, um, willing to talk about it. So I found, although each blog post I did about each different subject, you know, they were they were still reaching out to me even though I had given supports and um, you know, numbers, etc. at the end of it, which each which each um, subject, but so what I did was after that I learned a lot and I went on and studied. I've studied psychotherapy, um, mindset and life coaching. I've studied um, multiple different avenues to help become, yeah, as I said, to help become a part of the solution to this.
0: Good for you. and You, you come from a place life. of knowledge that, you know, is only well, acquired through experience. hard experience. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah, I've life experience. I mean, I'm eight years sober now. Ah, um, well I have... Thank you very much. Yeah, I have endless life experience, all the do's and don'ts, the trials and errors. And um, yeah, I've just backed it now with my education because I think, you know, I mean, from my experience, people who are going through something, they don't, they they can relate. It's a lot more relational when you've been through it yourself, when you've come out the other side of it and you walk that walk yeah. and then you back that with education. I mean, it, it's it's a pretty good position to be in to help people, you know.
0: Well, well I'm so thrilled to hear you in such good shape lastly for parents who'd be worried by, and this as I said this isn't a, this isn't Mm -hmm. something like a front page of a red top survey, this carries the weight of the American Medical Association and Mm -hmm. nearly 605 thousand kids around the world were interviewed here do not ignore these findings and keep an eye on your kids
1: absolutely and I mean as well like I mean I keep coming back to this, but it is, it is so, it is so true. And like on my research of all this and where the problems are lying is, is very much social media, the pressure, the, you know, this idealization of how you should look, it's getting younger. I mean, there's the TikToks of the world and all these kids trying to look a certain way. I mean, it, it's, it is, although it's shocking to me, it's no shock that this is happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's huge. I mean, before when we were kind of growing up, you know, Early 90s, you'd have the supermodels, magazines, these kind of things, but mm. like it is in your face, in your hand, and in your pocket at all times on your phone now.
0: Yeah. It's people's so
1: self-esteem are to the is to the floor. So that is kind of what I'm building at the minute. Um, is just having an online platform, a community where I can build up people's self-esteem. Um, work mm. with promoting like mind, like actually, you know what? Integrating a lot of these practices. So you know, coaching, um, psychotherapy, um, mindfulness, holistic practices, in incorporating them all together because I don't believe that it's a one-stop shop. I looked at my own scenario on my healing journey, and it was that I used multiple sources of healing techniques. Mm-hmm. That's what I found worked for me. What? It's like going to the gym, but you know, you're not fixing the mind, uh, the problem in your mind. You're not fixing your emotional issues. You're going to the gym, working on your body. You know what I mean? A lot of people find the gym quite daunting and quite, you know, overwhelming to yeah. go. Mm. Uh-huh.
0: If anybody wants to find you these days, and maybe. You know, reach out to you because people always do. Where can they find you online?
1: Well, I've just put up. I have a website nearly finished now, but for now, I'll uh, plug my new social media that I'm rebuilding from scratch. <laughs> um, so it is Lauren Edwards Public okay. on Instagram for now.
0: All right, mm-hmm. listen. I am delighted that you're so well. I am delighted that you've succeeded. I am particularly <coughs> delighted that you uh, you have a little two year old. You mind yourself, girl. Mm-hmm.
1: She's amazing. Thank you so much, PJ. It was lovely to talk to you. courts ninety six FM.